Welcome back to the Brookstock Podcast. My name is Ryan Kelleher, and today I'm lucky enough to be joined by Nate Worth, a sixth former here at Brook School. Uh, Nate, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? So, yeah, I'm from North Carolina, and I was originally born in Germany, Munich, Germany, and I'm 18 years old. I primarily row. However, I do run cross country, and I wrestle in the winter. In my free time, I usually just listen to music, read a book, or fish. I love to fish. And before coming to Brooks, I, uh, I went to a public school in North Carolina called Panther Creek. Can you tell me how you found out about Brooks? Um, so I found out about Brooks through a, a coach of mine, a private coach of mine. She had run, she was going to run a, a rowing program here over the summer. And she had met Tote and she thought Tote was a great coach. And she introduced me to him and told me that I should apply to the school. So can you tell me like what Brooks has done for you and your family? Um, it's definitely, for me, it's helped me a lot uh, learn about like myself, who I am as a person and as an academic student. At public school, it was really difficult because I was in the classroom of like 40 kids. So I could never really, I never really knew how to learn well. I just memorized stuff for a test. Um, for my family, I wouldn't say it affected my family very much. My brother, um, he decided to come to Brooks because I have had a great time at Brooks. So I think that's maybe the only way it's affected my family. Uh, how is your Brooks experience compared to what you expected it to be like as a freshman? Um, it's a lot more laid back than I thought it'd be. Originally, of course, it's private school and boarding school, so I thought it'd be very strict and um, a lot of enforced rules. But uh, over the time, I've realized that they're really just there to help you, and it's actually quite fun. Um, but as long as you, you have to behave, you can't you can't be a goof. Uh, so as a senior now, is it different than you thought it would be, like, as a freshman? Um... Well, with COVID, uh, it's very different, yes. Um, but it's always been like, you know, as soon as you come to Brooks, you kind of know what senior year is going to be like and how you finally get to, uh, like what you finally get to earn, what privileges you get to earn, 10 o'clock check-in, senior door, senior um, coffee house. But those things have all kind of been taken away. So, yeah, kind of talking off of that, how do you think COVID has affected your Brooks experience this year? Um, it's made it a lot worse. I'd say that I've contemplated multiple times going home and just staying online. Um, not because of the school's fault, just because it's not what I expected it to be. And I didn't really want, like, my last year at Brooks to be – I didn't want to be like a freshman all over again, mm -hmm. have eight o'clock check and have all these restrictions. Um, I thought there'd be some freedom still, but unfortunately that, that's not the case. Uh, how has it affected, you said you're a rower, how has it affected like rowing and practices and stuff like that? Um, I'd say the, the most, uh, the biggest effect is having to wear a mask while working out. Uh, rowing being quite a hardworking sport, <laughs> it's quite quite strenuous to wear a mask over your mouth and your nose. Um, but uh, I think for the most part, it hasn't affected us that much, fortunately, since we have a lake and we can just row um, after school and we don't have to leave campus. But I'd say other teams would definitely be more affected if they had to commute. So, 
Can you tell me a little bit about what you do in rowing and explain it for someone who maybe has never seen it before? So rowing, unlike a lot of people believe, is nothing similar to kayak, kayaking or canoeing. You, uh, you face backwards. You have no idea where you're going usually. And there's a person in the front of the boat steering it for you. There's two kinds of rowings or sweeping and sculling. I, um, I grew up learning how to scull. So you have two oars instead of one. But here at Brooks, we predominantly scull, uh, sweep, sorry. And uh, yeah, it's, it's one oar and you just kind of move yourself forward. If you've ever seen like a, a Viking boat or something like that, that's what they use back then. So. Uh, so you're a really, really good rower. Can you tell me about how you found out about rowing? <laughs> So uh, I used to play American football while I was living in Austria, and uh, uh, I was on the high school team as a middle schooler because there was clubs, and they needed me. And um, my mom came to one of my football games and watched as her little son got ran over by a bunch of high schoolers. And she was like, that's enough, never doing that again. And uh, she asked my uncle, who supported me a lot, as well as my dad, um, what we should do with me and they suggested to put me in a rowing boat and I met a uh, a coach in Linz, Austria and he taught me how to row and that's how I got into it originally. Uh, what do you do to practice? So most people, I get up pretty early so I'll get up at 5.30 and uh, do my workout from 6 to, nine, uh, six, to uh, 6 to 7 usually on the erg. And uh, on the weekends, I'll try and get out in my single to practice sculling. But uh, I try to get as much rowing time as possible at Brooks. But it's not always that easy. Can you tell me a little bit about your current accomplishments in rowing? Um, yeah. So last year, I placed ninth at the head of the Charles in the single, which is an international race with uh, rowers from all over the world that compete there. Um, and previous years, I've been invited to junior national team camps where we would train over the summer and then compete at uh, various races uh, across the country. But uh, for the most part, my and I've gone to the U.S. national, U.S. national, like rowing nationals two, two years in a row now. And um, I've placed top 10 every year. What are your long-term goals for rowing? Um, well, my first coach he uh, that I ever had in rowing, he was an Olympian. And when I started to row, I told myself I want to become an Olympian as well. And throughout my career, um, even though I've had a lot of up and downs and thought about maybe not rowing in college and all that, um, I've always kept the thought in mind of someday rowing in the Olympics for either Germany or the U.S. <sighs> Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about how Brooks has handled COVID being in a bubble, like giving the students opportunities to be like entertained and stuff? Um, I definitely think it was a lot, it's a lot different than I thought it would be when I, uh, over the summer when I was talking to student, uh, talking to my advisor, Coach Smith and just other teachers, I thought that as soon as the bubble would be created, a lot of the restrictions would be kind of more laid back and masks would be able to come off. Um, and I think that Brooks has handled it as well as they can, knowing that, like, of course, 
they're under Massachusetts state law. They have to abide those rules. But at the same time, I feel like there was a lot of promising at the beginning of the year that just didn't didn't come through. Uh, how do you think Brooks, obviously, with the Black Lives Matter movement, how do you think they've stood with that and giving students like opportunities and stuff to kind of have their voice heard? Um, I think that's like something about Brooks is that although we're so many di- different people and we have so many different political beliefs, um, Brooks for some uh, somehow always manages to accept everyone's beliefs. And over the summer, for example, I know that Raquel was putting up signs all around campus and other teachers have put up signs up in their windows. Um, I definitely think in the past we've had a bit of uh, pushback from students about the topic just due to the controversy behind it and that it usually gets pretty heated. But I think Brooks has always showed an initiative in educating their students about the topic and always making sure that uh, people take two sides into account and not just one side. Yeah, I can agree with that. I've seen a lot of signs up around campus. Uh, what would you say to anyone who's new at Brooks? Uh, what would you give them for advice? Um, so as I, when I was new to Brooks, I'd say it took me a really long time to meet new people because I kind of came to Brooks with the mindset of I'm just here to learn and grow and then get into college. And I think you sometimes just have to, it takes, it takes a different amount of time for everyone to meet new friends. So just remember that in the end, you won't be able to go here for four years unnoticed and you will definitely find your group of people and you'll definitely find your friends at some point. Um, For example, it took me about a half a year to have my friend group in the dorm, but it took my brother maybe two weeks before he was one of the most popular kids in his class on his campus. So everyone's a bit bit of a different social butterfly. So I would just uh, tell people to just kind of stay positive and not overthink it. Yeah. Uh, So what would you say separates Brooks from other schools that people might be picking from? Um, I definitely think Brooks has a crazy team spirit. Um, Going to a public school down in North Carolina where basketball and football are huge. Um, I've seen a lot of great team spirit, but there's nothing like watching Brooks come out to a basketball game against Govs or some other school when everyone just goes crazy and goes all out. There's that's pretty that's pretty impressive and pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't been able to experience any of that yet, but I did come to a couple games last year and I the spirit was really crazy. Uh, so have you started thinking about your plans for next year? Um well, at the moment, things are starting to kind of um, come to an end for my like recruiting career. I have my two top schools are right now, Georgetown and Columbia. But um, I still have to wait on uh, how that will proceed. I got an offer from Georgetown, but uh, we'll see how that uh, goes on in the next few weeks. Um, so I guess... Wrapping it up here, let's learn a little bit about you. Uh, what's your favorite dining hall food? Um, ooh, that's difficult. I would probably say the stir fry that there was there last year, self-serving stir fry. Uh, what's the best dorm on campus, in your opinion? Uh, no doubt about it, Thornhouse. Um, what's your favorite movie? 
Um, the usual suspects. Uh, what's the first thing you will do at Brooks when there are uh, less restrictions? Sit by the senior door and tell kids that they can't walk through it until their senior year. <laughs> and um, lastly, what's your favorite uh, song right now? Favorite song right now? Oof. Um, I would say... Um, Shut up, Kenny. It's a country song by, uh, I forgot the name of the artist. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming here and talking with me today. This has been very insightful, and I'm sure people will enjoy listening to this. Uh, thank you for listening to the Brooks Talk podcast. I'm Ryan Kelleher. Bye for now.